0: Welcome back to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger here with my co host Tara Connolly. Hi. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And on this fine day, we have listened to a killer psychedelic experience record.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: In the form of Nord's Electronic Initiation from 1999, released on CD by Kinky Music Institute, which is uh, K2's label. Oh man, this was what a ride. What a ride. It
2: surely was
1: uh very very excited. This was so uh an album that Gray had suggested in our initial round of album suggestions that we wanted to cover and
2: yeah, if you want a vacation inside of your own head, listen to this album.
1: You got it. It's a perfect summer noise album.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I
1: think right along the lines of uh, the, our recent uh, Soul Mania, Trembling Tongues, you know, good good yeah. summer
0: noise. Yeah, this is orange, not yellow, but... Uh, right, 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 right. Hey, actually, there's some yellow. There's yellow in the cover. It's happening. The overall palette um, is very, very colorful. Uh, I'm, I'm yes. I'm sure you'll see in the photo. Very, very it's, vibrant and it moving. It is so, so sick, but of...
1: Course, before we dive into our electronic initiation, Gray, what the heck have you been listening to?
2: Yeah, Gray, what have you yeah, been listening Gray. to?
1: Tell us, Gray, we want to know. Gray, what have you been listening to? Tell us.
2: Oh, he's got notes.
0: Well, God, <laughs> since you are have such a burning desire to hear what i'm listening (laughs) to since you're hounding me since we're hounding you since you won't let it go (laughs) yeah i i need to know i have quite a list here great all right guess well yeah let's let's just (laughs) guess what 10 records i listened to this week actually i know you can guess at least one of them probably more that's true yes yes yes, uh, yes So we'll start it off. Uh, the new Nod album, Subterranean Rights, CD on Malignant, uh, LP on Cloyster, whom I just uh, got a wonderful package in the mail from. So some of these are from his mail order uh, and a couple other things on Cloyster here. Uh, I mean, you know, Grant was on uh, the Merzbau Storage episode, a record he picked, which uh, made makes perfect sense with his scrap metal power electronics, death industrial styles. And this CD is like a really, Oh man, just like death industrial, dark ambient recorded in tunnels and sewers and crypts, along with, uh, photography of the recording process, uh, in the artwork. It is really killer. Ooh. Uh, check it out. Yeah. Lo- love Grant. And, and definitely, uh, record for, for a really cool early
1: episode. I, I've, I always, uh, I always I always I remember really liking that one. Obviously I haven't heard it since we did it, but I, I have a fond memories of that episode. So yeah. if anyone hasn't gone back, I think it's episode four or something like that. Wow. So go uh head on back and check it this out. If before you haven't. my time. Yes, it is it is it is before before your time. But uh love grant. Haven't haven't heard the uh, album yet, but Gray has definitely been recommending to us mm-hmm. since he got it. So we will be checking it out. ASAP.
0: Yeah. Uh another couple of cloister selections. Uh, I got Megaptera, A Horse in the Eye, is part of the art, which is an LP and CD. Uh, crazy title. Nice yeah. grayscale collage cover of industrial stuff. Uh, two live performances, 2014 and 2015. So it's got a nice selection of tracks from the history of the project. And it sounds awesome. I got, I was lazy and I put the CD on first. And I was like, I don't know if this is the same material as the LP. It's like one forty one minute track or mm-hmm. something, but it's it's individual pieces, of course, but all flowing together. Uh, and it's different. And the CD was so good that I had to throw the LP on immediately after. So I did listen to it as one one full package. Um, oh, it is different ooh, stuff it's on different the LP. Different material. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. Really, really nice package. CD's in like a slipcase tucked in the in the LP sleeve. Uh, another piece of vinyl from. Cloyster is the Moral Order Examples of Solipsism 12-inch, which is like a 45, and about half the record is full with grooves, so it is short and leaves you wanting more. You know, I talked about that uh, Cryptaria CD. I can never remember the exact title that was on Malignant and Cloyster did a double tape of. Um, definitely a fan of Moral Order, and this one kills. It's just, it's so short, you're going to have to play it twice. Oh, mm. nothing wrong with leaving them wanting more it's true it's true uh then i jammed a uh, erguns y leumi clear factor lp on a label's name i can't pronounce uh mm-hmm. i can't believe you pronounced whatever hey. you just said <laughs> i probably got that wrong too <laughs> which is two 15 minute pieces of perfect industrial noise it's a, a project hot side project thing and it's just fantastic um and, uh, last piece of vinyl played was the Pleasure Island Special Forces LP, which is actually a reissue of a tape I did, uh, but I threw the vinyl on the other day and just let it blast, so. Nice. Who, who, uh,
1: who's that? I'm, I, I, I know you did a tape, but I'm unfamiliar.
0: Uh, the, the Pleasure Island is John Pyle, who did the Chondritic Sound logo, and, uh, the, like the shirt design and stuff that I'm using uh records under a, a variety of names and runs the beyond the ruins label but this uh this tape was reissued as an LP by breathing problem productions and hey gonna gonna give a little
1: plug uh some fantastic new Kendritic sound pins oh they're so uh, nice available now mine. uh so pick them up mm-hmm. through through the bandcamp is that
0: the easiest way to do it yeah they're on the bandcamp uh, and uh, the web store
1: yeah, they're they're really really nice. Uh, they're they're nice. They're big. It's it's a it's a very nice uh, enamel pin.
2: Simple enamel.
1: Perfect. perfect. So yeah, uh, I would I would urge everyone to grab yourself a pin and
0: support Kendrick Sound. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I really love I really love vinyl, but I love yeah. CDs even more. Heck, yeah. so, CDs good. Uh, 20 Committee Network CD, which I also have an LP of, but uh, Scott Faust, uh, pre-Idea Fire Company stuff, 83 Drum Machine in a Basement, uh, Industrial uh, Loop Sounding Misery, it's awesome. I think it's bass, Bass Guitar and Drum Machine, I might be wrong, but it sounds nothing like it, it sounds like early 80s noise experimentation insanity, it's really good. Really industrial, really just sits right in the pocket. Uh, And speaking of industrial, Linecraft, Death Still Persist CD on SSSM. Now, I ordered this, pre-ordered it, but uh, can't ship to the U.S. from Japan yet, so I burned a CD of the download and listened to it, (laughs) and my CD Mm -hmm. will be on the way at some point. Uh, But, man, this is killer really killer weird material from linecraft uh always always dig what he's done but this one this one's really really good and finally macronymphas super oxide cd which is a bunch of material from like 93 put together and edited and mastered super nastily uh i love it great great Macro tracks. I think uh I'm gonna stick one of them on a mix. I need to make a noise mix, and that'll go on there. So that's sure. my that's my reason listening quite a list there. Uh, a lot of good stuff. A lot of it's uh sort of newer stuff. Oh, actually, tapes. I forgot. Geography of Hell live tapes showed up. So, oh, like yeah. thirty two page booklets, and it's them doing the Hiroshima Nagasaki material live. But the performances are all quite different. Um, or maybe not quite different. There's, they obviously have sounds they're using and stuff they're using, but they all paint a different picture of that material, and it's really, it's really cool. As someone that loves that double LP, uh, uh, the yeah. live, the live versions were unmissable. So geography of Hellbandcamp, awesome. really nice, Hell yeah. really nice, crazy booklets uh, similar to the projections they have on the uh, on the like the live show.
1: Fuck yeah! Oh whoa! I just said fuck
0: <gasps> twice. I just said it oh, twice. Oh, well, Wow! Well, well. Just Players. I'm really.
1: You know what? We've gone blue. <laughs> we have gone.
2: Oh, we have a blue light on.
1: We do. We have a blue light that on. so Can kind of see. We see wanted influence. to feel gone more blue.
2: psychedelic. We're just too chill right now. We,
1: we did. We we did. Uh, we we our 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 room right now is set to the tone of Nord electronic initiation. But our recent listening, you know what? You did mention our our main recent listening. <laughs> yeah, now same. you know. Obviously, we listen to a ton of stuff. It's a lot of stuff we've maybe mentioned before. A lot of repeats. So I'm not going to mention that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But yes. The new line craft death still persist is incredible. It's he you hear him going a lot of different new places that I at least I haven't heard him go before, especially the kind of second half, those weird kind of like notey part. There's a kind of synth part. Yeah. The kind of
0: melodic part at mm, the end. That kind of, it's, it's
1: really cool. (laughs) But then you have that like monitor sound that just like sets, everything kind of sets it off. And yeah, it's so cool that of course, you know, obviously contagious orgasm put it out. So, you know, Contagious Orgasm, Linecraft combo. Come on. Yep,
2: it's such a vibe right yeah, now. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, I'm, I'm so into it. Listen to it multiple times. Yeah, same thing. At this Gra-
2: Nord made me think of Contagious Orgasm.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, but yeah, the, obviously they can't ship CDs from Japan, but get, grab it on the Bandcamp because you cannot, because uh, you can listen to it and then you'll get the CD whenever you get the CD. But you mm-hmm. can obviously listen At to least it immediately you can hear it now. So I cannot recommend enough heading over to the SSSM Bandcamp and grabbing it it is absolutely fantastic tell them noise extra sent you please do
0: <laughs> uh, and yeah it's cool you know uh contagious orgasm releasing linecraft it's awesome and makes killer sense and k2 released this nord cd so yes i, I kind of i mean obviously a lot of uh, us noise people run our own labels and it gives us a chance to put stuff out. But sometimes it, when it feels like a, a big release, or so, I don't know, it's just like really cool to see uh, sort of the inner workings of that stuff and see like what people work together, especially historically. Like this is 1999 and Nord was a project mm-hmm. that started, you know, what, almost 20 years before that. So you have yep. yeah. uh, a long history of this this thing being a project and you have K2, who was also active in the 80s, putting out a Nord CD. It's awesome.
1: It's such a great... A great uh, combination. And wow. You know, this CD is one. I've seen it for 20 years. Seen it prize since it came yeah, out. It's hard to
2: forget the cover.
1: Yeah, the cover is just, yep. you know it. But absolutely unfamiliar with it until uh, gearing up for this episode. And one of those were just like kicked. Kick ourselves for not having this just in our brains for the past twenty years. I know.
2: I wanted to listen to it like five more times as soon as we finished.
1: Wow, this is—it's so unique in the Japanese noise world. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, I I, I agree with Tara. There's you. There's shades of maybe contagious orgasm, but again, I think of contagious orgasm being so unique in its own thing. Exactly, anyway, so yeah. it's, that's almost the vibe you get. Um, just this, like it, basically c- similar to contagious orgasm. The thing I wrote for this is there's a feeling that anything can happen at any time. And anything that happens is going to be the right thing. And that's how I feel (laughs) about contagious orgasm. And that's how I feel about Nord electronic initiation.
0: It is a sprawling masterpiece of psychedelic noise. Yes. Uh, if, if yeah that, that words you know it's, well, it's on, perfect for on this on
2: Nord's website like uh, which is great you can see a list of all his performances and releases um, but but his last line of his profile I think sums sums it all up it says from the beginning he seeks for psychedelia inside of meditation and an endless dream aiming at the pleasure of sound and the liberation of spirit <laughs> hell yeah he
0: hell nailed yeah. it <laughs> he nailed it um, you know, so yeah. I feel liberated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the range on this record is, I think, the thing that makes it so special to me. Uh, and this is something that I've owned for probably since it came out. Like I, I must have bought wow. this in '99 or 2000 uh, at the suggestion of Davin Brainerd from Princess Dragon Mom, who I've mentioned before. So thanks, yeah. Davin.
2: Yay. Yeah,
1: who obviously <laughs> we just need to have on someday. Yeah, such a <laughs> obviously you, such Savin'. a huge, <laughs> especially directly for you. You know, getting direct recommendations. You know, and yeah, and, and getting, he toured
2: Japan back in the day and brought people over. It's yeah, phenomenal. and just,
1: just kind of was. You know, he he was the he uh, was the dealer in uh, in your air in in you know he, in he was in the noise at that time. dealer. Yeah, yeah, I
0: mean, really, and this I I don't. Th- you, like you said, you've seen this CD around for 20 years. I don't know that I would have picked this CD out of a lineup, but having it put in your hand and told to buy it in the back in awesome psychedelic fill on the letters says psychedelic experience meditation nord noise music. Oh. And it's <laughs> perfect. It's really that. And that's the thing, is like this is the intersection of Solmania and tangerine dream and yeah. like you know i don't even know Any, what else to throw in there like there's so much well, even, even
1: even i think kind yeah. of like the psf stuff like with yes, the, with the kind of
0: with the because the, uh-huh. there is yeah.
1: like guitar on parts of it and i was getting that but then there is like metal junks you know there is the you hear that and you hear like just classic noise and you hear you can hear kind of early mersbau kind of stuff with loops and like you know, it's, yeah, but
2: then there's also field recordings. Yeah, it goes so it's many so different wow. places. Yeah.
1: yeah, it just it and and that's the thing. It's it's three long tracks. The first track basically being an album of its own. I mean, it's it's yeah. thirty seven yeah. minutes or whatever. If it ended both, after like, that, I would
0: stop. If it yeah, ended after I that, it would be fine. You would, you would yeah. be like, man, now, yeah, perfect killer CD. Yeah, but you get yeah. another like thirty-three minutes of music tacked yeah. onto the end of it. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So you know Nord, of course, is one of the
1: very earliest noise projects. Uh, you know. Eighty, you know, I think 81 eighty one. Well, the <laughs> and first. And he did performances record.
2: in like seventy nine.
1: Yeah, so yeah. right, it's right there with Masami, right there with yeah. GX. You know, right there with a lot of those, the very earliest of what we call noise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it started as a duo. Then the duo split, but then they each. Performed under the name Nord for a which while. is a
2: great decision. I which love is, that. Yeah, which it's yeah, awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then it's actually something like hair metal bands do now. Like there's like <laughs> yeah. three versions of rat that like <laughs> tour. It's like the drummer's version. Like yeah. the you know yeah, what I exactly. mean? Like, but it yeah, is such one? a weird, but I love that confusion, of course. Yes. And then, but but really the the consistent thing of Nord is uh Tara, please go ahead and pronounce his name.
2: Oh, Satoshi Katayama.
1: There you go. And that is who <laughs> you know. That's who's on, that's who this CD is, along with um, what is the Makoto Ito. Yes, and so that's kind of who he worked with on this. Uh, Hiroshi, aka Astro, uh, was also uh, has also been a part of Nord in the later era. But you know, just this is a a lifelong uh, you know journey for 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 Nord and man. This being 20 years into his existence is pretty amazing.
0: yeah, really. And it's it's one of those things where the early stuff is also quite psychedelic and spacey and synthy and noisy and has all has all those elements. But this is like a, a perfect culmination of just all those things mm-hmm. in the pot. and you it takes so many turns. It has such a dynamic in terms of types of sounds used. And also uh, volume, like something that is overtaking yeah. like the first portion of the first track where it's like mm-hmm. very Tangerine Dream zeit primordial bubbling kind of synth uh, cosmic space and like white noise stuff like fades to the background and, and becomes this entirely different kind of bed for these other sounds that come in. And I just think that's so cool is that it's like. Nothing that's going on ever really seems too distant from where you are. It's you can see all of it, but you can only focus on one or two things, and everything else is just kind of a vague blur outside you know in your peripheral and that's what yeah. this record is to me, and that's mm-hmm. like part of the psychedelic experience I think that it is alluding to yeah. is this sort of uh, f- distinct focus and peripheral murk dude. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, you feel it. It makes you feel like you've been physically transported to a space because you're engulfed in not just what's happening directly in front of you, but what's around you, like what's about to happen, what has happened. Like it's it truly is, you know, immersive in that way.
1: And actually, one thing, like it really truly is its own thing. And and like I said, any sort of points of of comparison is is only just vague. And part of it is mm. you kind of know in in this really great interview uh, that we. Uh, we read for this from jazz tokyo uh i guess it's a webzine you mm-hmm. know we uh we printed it out and 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 translated it so um you know we know some of the kind of points and some of his influences but one thing that it reminded me of out of everything would be uh robert ashley automatic writing mm-hmm. and because of that and and only points of it and it's because of that muted like it almost sounds like something's happening in two rooms away mm-hmm. Like, and and you're like, wait, is like, what is going on? But then am I
2: hearing that on this album or is it actually like the the apartment next door? Yeah. And that's how like
1: automatic (laughs) running has that where it's like, there's like, it sounds like there's like a band playing at the end of the hallway or something like that. And then there's these things that happen in the forefront. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I was getting with this, where there'd be like. I like it, man. It feels like there's something happening like in the bedroom. Should we go look? And then there's yeah. then like a sound comes over everything. You're like, oh, this is it's all just kind of like
2: how he's creating space. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It
1: really does feel like three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Like it really, really does. Um but yeah, it's the so yeah, we we you know, we went through we we went through kind of a this this cool interview and he kind of talks about early influences and and actually one thing we were we immediately related uh, to him uh, and a quote he said hmm. about how he listens to music and Tara will you let us know oh. what how he sets his room when he puts <laughs> something on
2: I put the room in the dark turn on the Christmas tree illuminations instead of strobe lights and then I bring incense sticks from the altar it's all
1: connected. So, yes, pretty much how Tara and I listen to things. We have incense going pretty much the whole time. Yep. Uh We have our, our colored lights on nonstop. We and have
2: our Christmas lights. So
1: we, we do that for pretty much everything fun, we listen to. Fun
2: little colorful lamps. So we really went psychedelic but we, on this but, one. We, yeah. but
1: we specifically made a point to set the room up in a way that uh, we think he would do uh, to listen to this and it really did add to the experience because so, so it, it's it's all your senses it's visual it's scent it's you know it's sonic yeah, and, and, and then and you especially just especially because of
2: this purpose that he did i i wanted to you know, make sure that I was like closing my eyes and trying to, you know, experience it in a mental, meditative, like psychedelic way. Uh,
1: Tara put a Tara put a, a new beach towel over her head.
2: I laid on the floor. She with literally beach she put a she put a, a hot
1: towel over her head, and I was like, <laughs> I like looked over, and I'm like, you okay? She's like, Oh yeah, I'm just really into this. I'm like, Oh cool.
2: <laughs> i to it takes me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh,
2: oh yeah. Yeah. Here's what I wrote for that. Um, squishy, swirling, undersea rumbles, zoom around underwater world underwater bees and mermaids dancing bizarre jellyfish and flickering lights
0: man i love that the there's there's simple sounding sort of instrumentation or stuff in it too like cable buzz maybe a, a yeah. snippet of a vocal or something uh some sort of simple synth work and guitar but like so buried especially in the beginning of the first the part one the first of these three Mm -hmm. pieces uh and as as you're going on and like you said it's like something in another room 23 minutes or so in it's completely everything is completely muted it's so it's barely there Mm -hmm. you're not automatic writing you're not sure if you're if you're listening to something or not almost
1: Literally, that's where I wrote. I said uh, around 21, 22 minutes in. This reminds me of Robert Ashley. <laughs> it's exactly, it's exactly yeah. what I wrote. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah, but then, but then around the twenty five minute mark, there is sort of like a gong sound that comes in. It, like it just metal. it builds back in this weird, yes. crazy way where you
1: didn't. That's the thing. That's kind of what I said. Is like every turn, you just trust that it's going to be the right turn. Like, and and it's just like you didn't see. I didn't see that coming. Like, that's not you know, like I wouldn't have guessed that this weird, like gong would happen. Shard, like was going to come into focus. And now here it is, you know, and that's where you really hear the metal junks, I think is there.
2: Even in this interview, he talks about, um, like, he likes to use the voice of Tibetan Buddhism. He used mantra in live shows. Um, He says he uses sounds from the Tibetan Bon religion, Chinese, Russian Orthodox, um, and Muslim mysticism. He says he uses sounds from Japanese Shinto and even had like dropped a microphone outside of his parents' house um, to where children were playing and did like a field recording of like kids talking about how funny something was and uses that in his performance. So I, I think this definitely had that kind of um mystical bells and gong happening
0: totally i it's it's funny yeah the you do get the junk metal and you get and but you get the the sort of background sound that's still that that part that's so quiet is still going on behind all these other sounds but now it's recontextualized and it's funny because when like when that sound comes in or when the guitar comes in a couple minutes later and it's more pronounced i mean i would say like 30 minutes in, there's a damn near yeah. a guitar solo <laughs> going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and that's where <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, this is, you know, like White Heaven or something like that. It's mm-hmm. got that, like, and it has that, like, uh, descend, like, it's got that dark guitar tone. Like, it's got that, like, descending, like, ooh, like, this is not, like, this is dark psychedelic. Yeah, this it's is, heavy. like,
0: he mentions listening to, like, Jefferson Airplane and stuff, and then, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. like, Rosales the Nudes. A.K.A. <laughs> Naked Larrys, yeah, it, it's <laughs> so
1: great. Yeah, yeah, Naked Larrys, so into it. Larrys <laughs> dating, yeah, because he, you know, he said he saw them, right? He said he yeah. saw them live, right? Yeah, he
2: said. I think Which he said like, in '73 he th- saw them live. Totally yeah.
1: makes sense that that wild. seeing them would be a huge influence
0: on. I mean, it just yeah. makes it's just like yeah, that makes perfect sense. And the, it, it's like you said, trusting the decisions. These shards, it's like being whisked away to somewhere else. You're not sure where you're going, and then you get there, and after you've been there for a minute, you're like, oh, I like it better here. Like, every right. time yeah, it happens, you're yeah, right? yeah. like, yeah. no, oh, this, nice. I actually, this is actually much nicer than where I was, even <laughs> though I was really enjoying that. It just keeps happening. You get transported, but somehow it's, like, better. Well, for the first couple tracks, it's better. For the last track, that one's got a little more sinister vibe to it to me. Yeah, exactly. I would it's agree with that. much, much Yeah, darker. yeah. But, yeah, the guitar is kind of like the...
1: When that does come in on this first track, it is kind of like the final run of you know, it's like that guitar sets the uh, um, you know, kind of the final uh, I don't know, zone that this is the that but this that track guitar, is going. to me
2: was so interesting because yeah. it wasn't typical guitar noise, like it's certainly you know, noise and guitar, but it's it's just such a unique approach to it, like the guitar was. Noisy but beautiful at right. the same time. It was very It wasn't Soul
1: Mania guitar. No, you know what I mean? It was, no, it, was it, it was its own I, thing. It was its own thing. I
2: honestly I was struggling to think if I've ever heard guitar noise sound like this yeah. before. I thought I thought it was just so incredibly um interesting, especially um at the end of this first track. I was like, this is music.
1: Right, right. You that's it's so funny because you you said you kind of showed me what you wrote, <laughs> and I and I had just written this is truly psychedelic. Uh <laughs> and, and it was just like we both were like, Yeah, music. this is we're right on. On the same the same
0: page. Yeah, yeah, no, this is uh in that interview, yeah, he also it, talks about being a child and wanting to understand the psychedelic experience, dude. but not not being able to. And I yes. like yeah. that idea LSD. of like imagine a psychedelia and like trying to create something like what you think it's supposed to be like. Like he says he couldn't get drugs, but there were there were books about the psychedelic experience, so he read those and tried to recreate yeah. it. And that and is it, so it, awesome. <laughs>
1: And,
2: and, that's, and then it's he said so he, interesting. And then he so. said he had
0: like the dream about drinking
1: LSD. Yeah. Yes. Like he never did it, but he has a dream about it. He's like, and that was enough. And like to me that's so yeah. that's so much That's so awesome to me. Like that Mm -hmm. is a million times more interesting to me than like any other way of describing it. And actually, interesting note, you know, of course, the is it the second Nord album that's called LSD, Mm I believe? Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course. I I think we mentioned it in uh, in an episode before. Um, But uh, that was, you know, Masana, one of the first ever noise albums he bought was that album because there was a punk band called LSD that that's what he wanted. He wanted to pick up the record yeah. by the band called LSD. He picked it up and he didn't like it at first. He was just like, he, it, he got he, it, he yeah. kept it. And this, you know, sort of been like 86, I think or something like that. So it was just a little too early for him to like, he wasn't ready for it, mm-hmm. but he kept it. You know, he said, and you know, since obviously he, he went back and loves that record, but in that banana fish interview, he says that's pretty much the first noise record. He, he, you know, he, he came across. How that's cool awesome. Is that? Yeah.
2: Nor changing people,
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, and the Tangerine Dream connection, Uh, as as always, especially with the Japanese artists, yeah, you know. And I think this, out of a lot of the ones, you know, you know, of course, Cyan being the most direct exception, but a lot of the people who say Tangerine Dream's a huge influence, I think. You really this is like you get it like oh yeah directly yeah. the on first, this, you The know first first I mean? minutes
0: of, of part yeah. one is you're it's zeit. You're you're in yeah. that yes. you're in Alpha Centauri, you're in those those records. And yeah, you know, it's when we hit the second track, the Tangerine Dream connection still makes a lot of sense though, because there's this really strange percussion that comes in. Dude, <gasps> how it
1: is, awesome and, is and, that part? And, and again, oh. it's like there, I really, for like two minutes, was like, check, like, wait, did something go off on my phone? Like, yeah. like I couldn't figure out, Maybe. like, is this on the album? Like, it seemed so, but it was just like, oh it's there it is or yeah or again you know it's like it me- oh did this, did this did the speaker go on in the bedroom is something playing and like it was just so weird
2: it made me think of like if you're standing in the middle of traffic and like you could hear the music and all the cars that are playing yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Or or like in the hallway of like a dorm room and everybody's playing a different song in their room and you can kind of hear little bits I, and pieces of it
0: i even wrote warping as it moves like it's just, yeah. it, it keeps changing yeah. on you. You try to pin it down and you know it's there, but it just keeps shifting. And it, it's so cool. Cause it's, at first I thought it was like tablas or something. It's got that that sound quality to it. And then it sort of turns into more contemporary for, for 99 sounding drums, but not really. And it's yeah. not really there, but it is. But then there's this like grinding electronic sound that comes in over it. And it's all, it's an awesome pairing. And I I yes. meant to note this at the, before we got to the end of the last track, but nobody mixes like this, like the way that no. these sounds yes. are is that's one of the most unique things about this record is that nobody mixes like this. There's it's, it's very rare to find someone that puts these things in quite the space that, that these are on this record that, that Satoshi is putting them in. And It makes it really special because you could have any of these sounds on any given noise record, but they would not be in this arrangement. They would not be in this at at these levels. It's so weird when things come in and where they sit is it's I kept taking note of it while listening because it's so special.
1: Like, I know that I would mix it totally differently and it would be wrong. You know what I mean? But like, I, you know what I mean? There's so much
2: subtlety. Yeah.
1: And it's just like, oh God, like when you, when someone, when you have someone with this such a unique vision, Mm -hmm. they're going to do something that's so unexpected and so perfect.
2: And he takes his time with it too. You can tell there's so much patience with this. And each like sound, you're, you're not hurrying it through like, like hoping people don't get bored. It's not schizophrenic at all. Like it's, it's that type of thing where it's changing so slowly that you don't even realize the change is happening until you're like, Whoa, where, how did I get here? Yeah. You know, it's just like slowly just morphing like this, like that grinding part. That's actually, this track is where I put the towel on my head just cause I wanted to like see what it, it looked like. And that was like uh, a great grinding cloud wheel. It was the mechanics of the cosmos. It was swirling ether and stars. This is music for the nebulas of space.
1: I Couldn't agree more. I, I'm I'm glad you went with space. I actually went with uh, what I kept going with this whole album is I called it the uh, black light abstract jungle, and that's that's <laughs> where like that. that's where I was. And with with like kind of like Tara saying like the mm-hmm. deep sea underwater creatures, like but they're like actually floating in the air oh, in the yeah. jungle, and and the the, the, the slowly moving. You know, fog of abstract swirl that you're just kind of like walking through and walking around. It's it's, a, it's such a great place to be.
0: Okay, but did you hear the constellations dragging a shovel across the sky? Whoa!
1: <laughs> yes, that's very the grinding into, cloud into wheel. that. Yes. Wow. Did you hear the insects in
0: the distance
1: and then like kind of moving around in the foreground? There was insects there. I yeah, s- I those saw are them. underwater bees. They were they were the underwater <laughs> bees. I saw them, dude. They were there.
0: Oh, it's and, so good. and such did visual you hear the electronic
1: music. wind did you hear the electronic <laughs> wind like like it was just like uh, yeah it, it's it's great because the where i sit when we listen to i'm actually like next to the air conditioner so i get, we don't the, want to I get, get hot. the i get the i get the i get the hit like the wind and i just kept thinking like that was the wind was the sound that I'm hearing on the stereo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah, and it was even it sounded like you know even when you're near an airport and there's airplanes flying. Like oh, it, it definitely. Even, like there were like like I was just thinking of like you're laying in a hole like or at the bottom of a well and there's like airplanes just like zooming overhead.
0: Oh man, it's Let's, crazy. There's also this sort of thing uh, when taking hallucinogenics where like the pressure changes in your head <laughs> and mm-hmm. the sound changes. In this way. And th- that that airplane takeoff sound and that sort of cosmic bubbling in the first one, I very much associate with that kind of a thing.
1: It's a I mean, it's this is a very now
0: like are how familiar are you with some of the older stuff? Uh, the only other record I have is Ego Trip. Uh, and I just procured a copy of LSD. And I haven't heard anything else. Oh no, NG tapes. I think is uh, the other one I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually can't remember if I own that or you, have just heard. But you it. were saying that it, there is
1: like a psychedelicness
0: to even
1: those recordings as well. Yeah, correct? yeah, yeah. It's. So, I, I mean, on?
0: I think it. It is the sole goal of this project is like this hallucinatory yeah. audio experience, and it's really, it's really right there. Um. It's so cool. Yes. It, yeah. It's so unlike anything. And you think of how old the project is and how long it had been going on, I think it's really cool. Uh, yeah, of
1: course, you know, live tapes with Bow. There's there's four or five, right, I think? Uh, yeah. On yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think
2: even in his live performances, like what I was seeing is that he uses like strobe lights and lights um, set up in front of his equipment so that that's kind of like part of the experience to his live performance.
1: It's cool. The interview that we have been referencing and reading, the... Um, it, it, the interview talks about seeing him. It was, it, if I'm not mistaken, it was some sort of like afternoon performance, uh, which I thought was like, really, I would love to see this at <laughs> like, I think it was, I think phenomenal. he said it was like two in the afternoon. And it was still
2: light outside yeah, when they which got would done. Really. But also yeah. I think
1: that would add to the like strange space you're going in. All right. Everybody. This is this is an unprecedented Ed Noise action. We have breaking news in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> great, <laughs> just received messages from K2 himself. What?
0: And great, what what did Cage have to Kinky
2: say? Kinky Music Institute. What did he have to say?
0: <laughs> well, I, I had sent him just a photo of the CD because, you know, I know we were, we we're doing this today and I was listening to it earlier this morning and uh, he said that he he had released a CD and Nord are a true noise legend and originator, which Hell, I yeah. thought was really awesome. <laughs> Hell uh, yeah. So wow. So I we took a, a quick break so I could write him back and I had asked him a couple questions. Um, and he said that uh, he said that they played infrequently in the nineties. Uh, and of course, you know, he told me what we, what we know, uh, Satoishi Karayama and Hiroshi Hasegawa and Suzio Uchida are Nord now. And they, they still mm-hmm. play once or twice a year in Japan, I guess. So cool. And I asked how the live show is compared to the recordings. And he said, this CD is live recordings, but their live shows are full <laughs> of light show and perfume. I'm assuming incense or, you know, strong, yeah. strong incense. Uh, oh my God. And, that is awesome. Wait, so we so this CD is live
1: recording, okay?
2: <laughs> yeah, blow so, my mind Kate. So too. about halfway
1: through the episode, <laughs> we re, everything we said before like, oh yeah, like obviously this such is such delicate like,
2: layering. Yeah, oh, and like and like
1: it's like oh, this is live. I How I, I almost can't like even picture it. <laughs> I.
2: I mean, it still can be mixed and mastered well, but holy sure, crap! Sure,
1: sure, sure, but like this, it, this sounds like this does. I would have never guessed that this
0: was a live. Or these were live recordings. No, it's it's awesome. It's it's, it's amazing. It's so to think cool. About.
2: <laughs> it's brilliant. I love it.
0: Yeah, and uh, man, I mean, that's the thing too. Is like okay, they're a legend and an originator. His words and getting the yeah. getting a CD like this getting a release like this to put out must have just felt amazing you know yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we talk oh about God. that of like people you know people putting out bands and it's it's just like contagious orgasm putting out linecraft like we were talking about yeah. earlier right. k2 putting yeah. out nord it's just so uh. awesome to see like where people's interests are and like Obviously this one's a big one to him. Yeah. And dude,
1: like our minds when when we found out that this was live recordings, all of our, the three of our minds. We're yelling. Our brains just exploded. Because we were just like, <laughs> did not see that. I did not see that coming at all. He's so good. Wow. He's that so that makes it even more good. that makes this album even more wow. just like this is a very special Japanese noise album. That's
2: right. So there were light shows. That's great.
1: Yeah. So the, just like you said, the
0: light oh, shows. Yeah. I'm no sure the information given. Going,
2: I love it. Man, I love it.
0: Wow. Yeah. There's no <sighs> recording <sighs> info anywhere in the uh, in the packaging or anything. Like so. You, right. Yeah. No... I mean, so we mm-hmm.
1: again, we were going with it. This was done in the studio, layering, yeah. mixing, t- patience. But but think about how think about how masterful that they were doing this, that it comes off that way yes. still like that's and
2: such a delicate, is, interesting guitar live.
1: Are well, you yeah, kidding So now me? I'm even more blown away with that guitar because especially <laughs> live guitar, you can easily have the tendency of going overboard, Getting having it just handed. take over yeah. the whole thing. This just sits so perfectly. Wow. Well, I don't
2: even know. I don't even...
1: What yeah. else, what else do mean, we have we, to say, we've really? Actually, so we are actually now on the the third part of the CD, uh, part three,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the space shuttle has landed in the Black Light Abstract Jungle. That's where I was at. I watched the spaceship come oh, down. It that landed. sounds nice, actually. And now we're exploring an entirely new world, and we're seeing new sights.
0: On. My vibe on this one, it was that the... Uh, <clears throat> The trip was dragging on now, not the sounds, but the Mm. actual the actual psychedelic experience. So the vibe is shifting and it's uh, Mm. it's maybe maybe the hallucinatory nature of it is wearing down its welcome or wearing out its welcome. It's darkening and it's yeah, it's starting. Things are getting a little more sinister on this track now
1: oh this track is very Sinister I I totally agree
2: that's why I thought this track was AI waking up
1: yeah that's what Terraosa says <laughs> this is the the AI is waking up
2: and it's like like actual like wins but otherwise they're they're coming to life and and they're starting to to move about but I thought this was like very um you know, electronic, very synthy, very electronic, buzzy, very like equipment-oriented sounds, a little less organic uh, than the others, which made it a lot, lot more like sinister.
1: The sounds to me were coming up from the ground like small geysers, and then like, and then they and they would kind of come up, and then they would flood the jungle floor, mm. and then you're kind of sitting with this ooze on the the, uh, the kind of this primordial ooze that we've been discussing on the jungle floor. I would like so a yeah, painting it is of that. It is. This track is much more sinister. No question. The whole, the whole vibe
0: of it is. I think the the vibe shifting is due to these like clanks in the room and the, 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 the metal junks. There's some static and noise that's there. but there's also like another, another one of those things you can't place it. There's music filtering in from somewhere. There's maybe a TV or the radio is on somewhere in the distance. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like you're no longer watching the walls breathe. Now you're actually immediately surrounded by where where you are. You're surrounded by this jungle. You're surrounded by the place you're in. And you're feeling, instead of uh, lo- focusing on one thing and everything else is at the peripheral, now everything is in focus. Yep. And it's, it's everything slightly turning. It's that uh, like... David Lynchian, white picket fence kind of like sinister mm-hmm. behind and and again what I'm saying it's dragging on us so I'm talking about the the atmosphere not the sounds like the record sounds awesome talking about the the, exp- the the experience of totally f- what these sounds are conveying it's really strange I mean this one took me it took me uh, a lot of places and it this last drag is like such an awesome end because it's I dare say the first time we get really harsh on the record Mm -hmm. so that's
1: exactly so yes the end of this is very strange and and when i was hearing it i was saying the the end is breaking down and noise wins the day so like (laughs) so like after everything we've gone through like like, yes it's like this final Mm -hmm. like noise section and it is and it, it is like what it leaves you with it's it's like the last thing you hear
2: yeah and this this track especially really made me kind of reflect on like the the entire like album packaging with like the the psychedelic art like if you stare in the middle it it, it looks like it's vibrating it's you know those classic optical illusions so what i was thinking was like the the packaging has the optical illusion but the actual tracks are sonic illusions and yes. so it's yeah. that thing where like if you just shift your head one way like you hear something completely different and you're like oh that's not what I thought I was listening to so there this is like the the capstone of the sonic illusion
1: dude absolutely yeah it's it's such a powerful way to end this whole thing we've been on.
2: oh yeah and then that fuzz out yeah oh it's so good yeah the- like a classic psychedelic Rock band. Like, I wrote the yeah.
0: thirteen minute mark, the just the word overdrive. Like it yeah. really it's yeah, it is. really yeah. just overdriven, nasty. There's some metal going on. There's just everything is, is fuzzed and nasty. And it it's it's all sounds so good together. All of these elements work so well together. Yeah. And it's yeah. just an awesome experience listening mm-hmm. to this record i listened to it twice today it's a 68 yes, minute cd so i listened good. to it twice yeah. today <laughs> yeah no we're absolutely gonna listen to it again today and
1: it's it is it's i mean it's you know I've said it a number of times already it is a very special unique record in the japanese noise you know canon in the in the world of japanese noise this is a absolute standout you are going to it's, it's just going to be interesting. It, it is. It's yeah. It's interesting. It's unique. It takes you so many places. Mm-hmm. It's emotional. It's, it's just, you know, really cannot recommend this enough, especially if you know, you aren't familiar, unfamiliar with it, much like Tara and I were, you know, we really weren't familiar with this. And so if this is one, again, you've, I know you've seen the cover. It's been, you've seen the CD, you've seen it around. It is time to pull it out. And again, I do think it. I think it's very fitting for the summer, and is you know mm-hmm. because of the colors of the CD, There is something that I do want to hear it in daylight I, with the light coming through, but also with our colored lights going, and also with the incense going. I mean, dude, he—that's how we listen to things. He's—he's—he you know we get it. You know we're we're fully on board. You know,
2: yeah. If you want to wax up that inner eye, get something you know going in your brain, have an intensely like internal visual experience with sonic illusions that's your album
1: absolutely and even even the title you know electronic initiation you know definitely brings to mind you know i think of Kenneth Anger mm-hmm. you know and i think just that initiate you know it, it feels like it's this it, it, you know you it, it gives me images of that of that kind of 60s and and you know early 70s psychedelic and and experimental films as well as music Mm -hmm. you know I, i i was definitely thinking along the lines of a kenneth anger you know while while listening to this wow what an album dude k2 just chiming in mid episode, oh giving God. us so information. Cool. And this, we kept this, talking this so cool. about K
2: two today too because he this always so cool. says metal junks.
1: Metal junks. That's how you got to call it. Metal of course, junks. That's so K2. We we're like, this
2: is space metal junks. Oh, here's some metal junks. Totally,
1: because it was this kinky, kinky music. So oh, it's, it. it's got to be metal junks. It's the only way to go. <laughs>
0: wow. Love well, the, thank, you so thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, K two, for 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 uh, for giving us that info.
0: Yeah, and for gonna, releasing this CD, I mean, yo, like, thank you so much. The, I, again, and I've had this thing for twenty years. It's it was a an easy entry point into the world of noise. Like, how can you not hear this and and want to hear more? You know, how can you not yeah. hear this and want to understand more? And the sonic palette here is like it's one of those kind of something for everyone records. I feel like yes, where yeah, yeah, it's, yeah not totally. punish,
2: it's not punishing
0: yeah there's there's some feedback that gets a little loud at points, but it's always like in the right spot. and the variety of sounds is like one of those things that could be an entry point for people who aren't as familiar with noise or as versed in it to kind of get into because it's got somewhat of the cosmic vibe. It's got a rhythm on a track. it's got some guitar on it. It's got these things that make sense, but they're used in a proper experimental and noise context perfectly. So there it's all it all gels just right. Heck and that's yeah. what's
2: so cool about him is he, he was truly experimenting. Like, yes. like saw people, you know, trying to do their own thing. Did that like human as a pedal <laughs> filter, yeah. uh, wasn't interested in playing rock, but wanted to make something more abstract and just went for it. Yeah. Which totally inspiring.
1: Absolutely inspiring. Um, and you know, it's so great. K2, you know, chimed in and gave us that info. Sounds like we're gonna have to do a K two episode in the near future oh, and, yeah. and talk oh, I with love him. That. Uh we have we've done there's we've done a couple K two seven inches over on uh over on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. But we still obviously need to do a full length
0: K two episode soon, so maybe maybe sooner than later. Yeah. I actually had designs and maybe I'll edit this out to after we finish the murder series do the noise tournament series.
1: Oh, I think uh, 100% you died. I, d- I think 100% that's yeah. right. uh, that is on cool. on deck Sold, for sure, right?
0: for sure. Sold.
1: Um, yeah, and actually if if, you know, just for anyone who hasn't popped on over there uh, as Gray mentioned, you know we do our seven inch Sunday episodes but this year we've been once a month doing a, a seven uh, we're covering the entire murder series, self-abuse murder series mm-hmm. over on the patreon and each month we do uh, you know we're going in order. The next one we'll be doing is the Crawl Unit Seven Inch based oh, on Zodiac. Wait. So, yeah, Zodiac! I, I have compl- I have completed <laughs> the entire uh, Zodiac book by Robert Graysmith. So mm-hmm. we will, uh, and and we'll, the way we do those episodes is we we talk about the Seven Inch, but they're extended episodes where we uh, discuss the uh, the uh, m- serial killer or murderer that the Seven Inch is based on. So they're they're kind of true crime slash noise episodes. So if you haven't. That sounds sounds cool to you. Pop on over and see what we're doing over there. But yeah. uh that'll be the next one. So yeah. And shout out as always to people who are already over on the Patreon. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, the Thank patrons
0: you. are awesome. Thank you to the patrons. Thanks to everyone who listens. But I
1: mean, yeah, oh, yes, don't don't think we everyone who is uh who is going on our journey to noise with us, we really, really appreciate it. Uh we are, we there's no end in sight for us. So uh thanks for coming along with us. Thank you, Nord. Thank you, K2. And uh, wow, grab this, pop this in, and just go to whatever zone it takes you.
2: You've been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 17 years, by Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com noiseextra noise extra, and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at Noise Extra, on the web at NoiseExtra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at Noise Extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to Noise.